Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More Podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Bridget, Mark, Crystal, Tony, Adam, and Liza. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hey. So, Tony just got back from Disney, and we thought maybe we would talk about some of the things that Disney is doing right, as opposed to some other places we've been lately. So, I'm actually going to turn it over to Bridget to just kind of set that up. Okay. Yeah. So let's think about this. So Mark and I were in our family, we were in Disney, um, the beginning of August, Chris was in Disney in the beginning of July. And then Tony just came back, but Tony also was in, um, another location. That's kind of like, I wouldn't say it's like theme park, but it's a little more family oriented and, um, like more of an amusement park outside of in, in, outside of Philadelphia and Pennsylvania, Hershey Park. He was there when we were in Disney in beginning of August. Um, and then we actually went there for Labor Day for one day because we live not far from there. So it was a very eye-opening experience to look at all of those elements and say, hey, you know what? Look at what's going on at Disney and look at what's going on in these theme parks and what is Disney doing right? And to the fact where we could compare it and say, hey, Disney's, they're, they're doing, they're doing an awesome job. So what were some things, and, and even, not even just the, the theme parks, but even wherever you are, like as far as an airport, because Tony's been in an airport at this point with COVID and everything we have, Chris has, um, I'm sure all of us have been through, you know, some sort of, even just like Target. I mean, even, you know, I mean, I was in the grocery store today and I was losing my mind because it was so crowded. And I'm thinking to myself with my mask on, like, what, what is the point of this? What, how is Disney, what is, what are they doing that's making us feel safer than other places that we've been? Um, and the places I've mentioned, like, what are you guys thinking? So, you know, Tony, what what were your experiences? Tell us what you were thinking when you guys were in Hershey, as opposed to your your recent trip to um, to Disney. Let me let me start with the positive. Um, yes. What was Disney doing right? And that was their mask and social distancing protocols. Um, I know masks are not the standard practice in all parts of the country, um, but Disney. And Disney properties, which actually include your local Disney store, um, as I found out when we went to the outlet, the Disney outlet store over by Hershey Park, is that masks are required. They have to be form-fitting. They have to be two layers. Uh, they have to have the uh, uh, ear straps or, or bands across the back of the head. Um, and they can't be gaiters. So, you know, initially they, when they released those, everybody thought it was for just the theme parks. Uh, but that's for all Disney properties, whether it's their resort, Disney Springs, or even your local Disney store inside your mall. Um, and they were monitoring that in the Disney store, in the parks, in the resorts. Um, and that's what that's what they're getting right. Uh, as opposed to my time in Hershey Park, um, where there was a mask requirement, actually a, a face covering requirement. I'm not sure that it needed to be a mask. Um and while they did have people that were kind of on mass patrol, they were not very stringent about it. Um, I saw many people walking around with their masks under their mouth, under their nose, um, not wearing their mask at all. 
especially in the water park area of Hershey Park, um, which was kind of, of disconcerting uh, for me. Um, and, you know, Disney has people actively reminding guests about their masks. They've got signage. They've got guest, uh, cast members carrying signs. So I would say that Disney has put a set of protocols in place and they are enforcing them. Um, I've heard from a cast member or two that they are actually, they will actually ask guests to leave the park if they are not in compliance. Um, and in comparison to what I saw in Hershey park, it's, you know, almost, I don't want to say it's 180 degrees away from where they are because it's not just like, you know, people running around with, with wild abandon. Um, but there's just not the same level of attention being paid, uh, to the situation there. So that's, that's what my experience has been, you know, and that's, that's comparing Disney to a theme park. Uh, you know, if you want me to compare Disney, some people haven't been lucky enough to go to a theme park since this all hit. Some people's only point of reference is their grocery store. Uh, Uh you know, uh, depend, like I said, depending upon the part of the country, you know, you might not be wearing a mask. Um, it's not for me to say what's right or wrong. Uh, you know, I think we're all here today just to share our experiences, um, and, and how we feel about what the state of the parks and the theme park community is related to, you know, the whole COVID situation. Can I say something real quick about airports? Because I know both of you flew down and I flew down a couple of weeks ago and talked a tiny bit about it. I And I fly out of Atlanta, which is, I think it's the biggest, it's definitely the biggest airport in the United States. And I have to say, I was really disappointed. And that airport got a lot of things right. I mean, it really wasn't the airport itself. I mean, they had, you know, markers down for social distancing, the same thing you see, you know, in line at Disney, you see in line through security. Nobody was obeying that. And they were getting reminders from the people who are working there. But there's something about Disney that I think people maybe fall in line, literally, haha, um, a little better as far as they're obeying the rules maybe a little bit more than they were at the airport. Nobody was paying attention at all to social distancing. You mean, it was, I would say, so like in the line to get in the plane and stuff like that? In security, people were up on top of each other. It was oh. ridiculous. And they had spacing every six feet, you know, the whole, the whole, you know, and the line was very long. It was about 530 in the morning and it was really, really long. People are and always in a hurry to get through security. They so are. I, I guess they just don't care. But at Disney, I think, well, I can't believe they wouldn't enforce it in the airport. They, they weren't. They weren't. Now, when you got into the terminals, it was empty. It was very empty. And even at the gate, it was probably, you know, a third to two thirds full, maybe. So it wasn't super crowded. Um, and then the airlines, I flew Delta down and Southwest back and, um, the airline, you know, the the flight attendants and the people working at the gate said, you know, we're going to, you know, put you on the plane this way so you social distance. Once you got through where they, you know, scanned your ticket, you were in that little, you know, what do they call it? A little tube. You know, you're walking through it to the, um, Tony probably knows, you're walking through it to get to your plane. Um, and everybody was all up on top of each other. Oh, the jetway? The jetway, yeah. It was mm-hmm. ridiculous. And it was really disappointed. I mean, 
compare that to when I got to Disney and it just seemed like people were listening. People were more, more conscientious. And when people kind of messed up at Disney, it was almost kind of like they were excited and they were distracted and they weren't thinking. But I will also say, um, I think right now you have experienced theme park goers and I do think that helps because yeah. these people already know the rules, but what Where were your, you fly? When so you flew? I flew, I flew Delta down this time and I flew Southwest back and on Tuesday I'm going on Delta again, both ways. So I think it depends on the airline. I really what did do. you fly? We flew Southwest and we had yeah. no problem because okay. they, instead of crowding people in, you know, how they call you by number, it was in groups of 10 and that's what went down the jet. The jet was never crowded so and everybody I- kind of t- took their time. So I'm thinking maybe because we actually had our original res- reservation had American Airlines mm-hmm. and I refused to fly them because at that point, that's when they were saying what they were going to, they were going to occupy the, the middle seat. Southwest has said that they will, um, keep the middle seat open until October 31st, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, well, I'm not, I'm not playing with it. I'm just, we'll, we'll keep that for next year. We'll do Southwest. Um, and it was, we had a great experience with them. Well, and, and I flew Southwest out of Orlando. So I, I flew them back mm-hmm. and they just weren't, they weren't, um, you know, they had the same thing where it was 10 people, but as yeah. soon as you got in the jetway, it was packed. But Chris, you so. usually always fly Delta, right? No, I usually fly Southwest just because it's normally cheaper. I've been oh, flying Delta get the back. more often. Yeah, I've been flying Delta more often because they have more flights going down now. I mean, Southwest flights are like, you know, do you need to go to Charlotte? Do you need to go to Washington, D.C.? Like, if I can't get from Atlanta to Orlando, um, you know, without a stop, that's bad. Am I the only one that thinks about, like, every time you say Delta Airlines, I just think of Delta Berg. That would be awesome if they really? had a picture on the side because I love Delta Burke. You're the and only that's one. all I think of every time. Best. She's the only one that thinks that. Yes, I would agree. Delta Burke is. Adam, do you know who Delta Burke is? No idea. <laughs> <gasps> oh, my goodness. Have really? you ever seen Designing Women? Mm, um, it was in the era of the no. gold. Um, okay. Um, Okay, well, first of all, it came out before he was born. However, so did Golden Girls. Yes. Think of designing women as your younger version of the Golden Girls. They have the four ladies, four ladies. And then the Sophia role was basically played by... Annie Potts was in there. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was the best. It was the best show. Delta Burke was the hot one, except... Then she started to gain weight, and then she got a lot of bad press, and it was very sad. But Delta Burke was still gorgeous. She was still awesome. Delta let, was the best. Let, let me say that I've enjoyed riding Delta, and I'm not going to tell you which one I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Like, I was the biggest fan, and Delta Burke was the perfect. She, and she was born in Orlando, Florida. I know. <gasps> She was born like Mississippi, Tennessee. I would have pegged her for that. Not Florida. Really? Florida's very Southern. Once you get in North Florida, like, let me just tell you, I went to school in Tallahassee and that was more Southern than, than where I live here in Atlanta area. So Hmm. and Atlanta's pretty Southern. Well, they should land your face on the side of the airplane. I know. That'd be great. I love her. Tony, I, who did you fly? 
Don't get me started. I'm, okay, go ahead. I'm getting us back on track. <laughs> never gonna. This is all about Delta Burke now. Stop it. <laughs> okay, I do apologize. Let's get back on track. Bridget's <laughs> the mom. Gets everybody back on track. Come on, I'm people. Feeling, I'm feeling like Mark now. What do you? All think? right. No, really. I have a question about the jetway. Did they wear masks on? Like, do, does everybody wear masks like on the jetway, getting to their seat? Yes, they did. Every and nobody was nobody fussed about the masks at all. You know, you're hearing all this stuff in the media, like you know, some guy is like, "I'm not wearing a mask. You're violating my rights." I did not see. I have not seen any of that anywhere, um, and particularly not on the planes. People kept them on. That's nope. good. So, Chris, yeah. where where does your mask requirement start? You mean here in Atlanta? Yes. So we don't have a mandate here in Georgia. Um, but most of the stores require you to wear a mask. Well, as, as far as as far as the airlines go, so like Southwest requires you to wear a mask. You, so you go into the airport. Do you? You have the, to wear a mask in the airport, no matter. Okay. As soon as you walk into the airport, yeah. Okay. Just checking because uh, for for Crystal's question, like where are they wearing a mask? So you're all, everybody's in a mask in the airport. Yes. Okay. Okay, I have another question because this okay. is very intriguing to me. How were the um, hotel room accommodations? How did you feel when you walked in? Did you feel very safe? Did you feel like it was clean and sanitized? Did you feel like Disney was doing a good job with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. You know what really drove me crazy was not so much at Disney but at Universal. If you wanted your room cleaned, you had to let them know by a certain time and then you had to be out of the room for like two hours and then you couldn't come back in the room for a certain amount of time. So like that was something they were doing. Like they were being hyper vigilant about that. At Disney, if you wanted your room clean, they were going to clean your room. So I will say that we did stay at – we've been at three hotels in the past month. One was the Hotel Hershey, which is not part of a chain, um, but they did share their protocol on their website, so I felt secure there. Um, We stayed at a Marriott property. Uh, They shared their protocol in their pre-arrival communication with us, and then when we arrived, they actually had almost like a sticker on the door. Uh, that said, you know, this room has been cleaned. It was kind of like, you know, one of those crime scene stickers on the door that if, you know, yeah. they don't break this seal. Um, and then Disney had their protocols posted in the room mm-hmm. of what their cleaning consisted of. So uh, any hotel property I've been in in the past you know, month or two, I, I have felt very, very safe in the room. Uh, and all of them have wrapped their remotes in the remote condom uh, case. Yes. I wish I had invented the remote condom. And I'll say this, too, because we weren't really sure what was happening. Like, we didn't really understand what the cleaning of the room entailed. Um, So when you check in online, you can opt for no cleaning at all in your room, or you can opt for every other day. So they said they don't go into areas where you are living. So, like, they're not going to make the beds. So if you're sleeping in those beds, they're not making them. That's going to be unmade. They're going to give you fresh towels, but they're not going to clean the bathroom like they would normally. Anything that you need to replenish, they're going to replenish. Coffee, towels, um, you know, any of the toiletries. But other than that, they're not going to, you know, do any kind of huge cleaning until you actually physically leave the room and you're out. So that cleared things up for me, but I was like, you know, it'd be nice if 
they had that stated somewhere so that people knew that that's what they should expect. Right. I wasn't, I, w- I wouldn't have expected that at all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was kind of like, we, what, I don't understand what's like, if I wanted every other day service, I'm expecting that the, the bed's going to be made and, you know, things are going to be cleaned. So, and I don't care, but I just need to know that. Well, do you feel like that's something Disney's doing right? Or do you feel like this is something that could be improved? Um, I think it's an improvement. I just think it's something that needs to be tweaked. They need to just make people aware. So they're giving these little maps of how they're, you know, the, the things that they're cleaning in the rooms when you get in there. But they should make it very clear of what they're doing while you're staying. Does that make sense? Okay. Well, I'll tell you this much, Tony. I think Disney's doing the characters right because this Hershey characters situation at Hershey Park is kind of frightening. Why is that? I went on the website to try to look up stuff, and that chocolate bar's face is so scary. I don't like it. (laughs) The Reese's and the Twizzlers and the. I didn't see Twizzler. Is there a Twizzler? I do love Twizzler, but it's not as good as Red Vine, but. It's okay. Then you have but, Twizzler. Yeah, the Reese's face, I would scream if I saw that at night. They have them behind like a chain. So the character's behind like a like a barrier and then the kid can go up and stand in front of the barrier and take their picture. Yeah, it's but sort it's of like, like a Jurassic a... Park situation. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> just behind a chain, like get back, get back, Hershey's kiss. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's like this weirdest thing, like this giant chocolate bar character. I'm just like, what? And then the Reese's peanut butter cups halfway out of the packaging. Yeah, he's saucy. Hershey was different. It was, was, I'll say this, like comparing the situation, trying to be very diplomatic about it. Coming from Disney and going, you know, being, knowing what they do and then going to Hershey just for the day. Because we only live like, we're an hour and a half at Mm. most. Okay. So it's a day trip for us. And um, it was not what we expected at all because ever, all their protocols are what Disney says their protocols are, but they are not doing it to the extent yeah. of that. And everybody was walking. It was And it was Labor Day weekend. It was packed. It was really packed. But the reason we got, the reason we decided to get tickets is because we went onto their website and the website said that they were, you actually had to make reservations for the park sort of like Disney, right? You had to make reservations to, you know, to get into the park. And so I was thinking, you know, and it says on their website that they're going to limit the number mm-hmm. of people, the capacity and everything. So we, and we had such a great experience at Disney that we were like, oh, well, this is, you know, they're doing all, following all the same kind of rules. So, you know, it's, it's probably going to be like a similar experience. So we, we decided to go and um, it, it just was not, <laughs> was, it's, not at all what Disney did. Now, granted, it's a, it's a much smaller park, right? I mean, Hershey Park is not, you know, I mean, it's a big park, but it's not, you know, like Magic Kingdom or anything like that. So it's a much smaller park. Oh, I just but, see uh, the Twizzler. <laughs> you see the Twizzler? You know what else I think is odd about these characters? It's like they have teeth, but it's a chocolate bar. Mm. <laughs> I just don't understand. Right, like, whole... Nikki doesn't have teeth. I mean, does yeah, he? that's a good point. No, he no. doesn't. He doesn't have teeth. He has to chew through stuff. The only one that has teeth. What, is Dale? And because that's like a trademark. Goofy. Goofy's got two. And Goofy. If the, the chocolate bar has teeth, is implied that they, you know, eat food, right? 
I guess. What I are they eating? Know. Do I, I want to know? Way. I'm thinking too much into it. I know that. I already know that. But I saw that in the in the the banner on the Hershey thing, and I was like, oh, oh no, 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 get away. I don't know. It creeped me out a little bit, but it does look like it has some fun coasters. If they do, they, the pro- yeah. I mean, the issue with any of those parks is that they're they've got a lot of high end coasters. And then they have stuff with little kids and nothing for the kid that doesn't like coasters. But yeah. I, th- I think we, we got a, a good idea of why Disney hasn't opened their water parks <laughs> by going to the Hershey Park water park. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it's just there's a lot of. You can't control lot, it. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's very difficult to control because you've got you're supposed to wear a mask. Um you know, the whole time, but then you have to have some place to put your mask, you know, when you get on these water rides, because you're not supposed to get your mask wet and it, you know, and then if your mask does get wet, you're, you're walking around with a wet mask, which I guess is, is, you know, helps to spew droplets more, you know, like that kind of thing. So it's, um, what I, what we saw at the, at the Hershey park water park is I think why, Disney is keeping their their water parks closed because it was it was just chaos, and their queues weren't separated like like Disney's doing. So, you know, you have the switchback. So you've got the one the one queue, and then switchback. The switchback is blocked off, and then you know it starts again. Hershey's not doing that. They're they're right. back to back. So these people are not wearing masks. They pull them off. They're hanging off their ear and you're standing next to them. Like Mark was standing next to somebody. Didn't, he didn't have a mask on and he was like talking and blah, blah, right in front. Like, you know, with he and Mark and Katie are wearing their masks. Like my kids can wear a mask. You can wear a mask if that's what is required. And nobody told them to put yeah. it on. And I think I, mean, I got really irritated at one point we were leaving the park and and Nick was so upset because he just wanted to have a drink of water. <laughs> and I was like, well, go ahead, drink it. And he's like, well, I can't. We've got to step aside because that's what Disney tells you to do. Step aside, stop, and drink your water or do whatever you need to do, but step aside and do it so that you're not mobile. <laughs> and I was like, well, just drink it because nobody here is following the rules anyway. <laughs> I, I, I have to jump on and give an aside, and that is the one thing that, concerned me at disney as we were walking through pirates of the caribbean which was our our second ride of the day and they have water fountains in the queue i walked up to it and i pushed the button expecting it to be turned off because the water fountains at my my gym haven't been active since the gym reopened and uh water came out i drank from it because i was thirsty i got yelled at by cheryl um (laughs) But every other queue I went in, I I didn't drink from any more of them. But I did check to see if the you know if the the fountains were on and active, and they were all on. Yeah, so I thought I, that I was, was I thought that was odd too. Yeah, I, I do you think they're it. maybe connected though to the water line there? Well, somehow? yeah, I mean they're they're water yeah, fountains. They There's a water line like kind of turn off. But that. you know, I, I would have expected they would have yeah. powered them down uh, right right from the start. Yeah, I agree. Unless you're filling a water bottle or something, maybe that's their purpose. When I said that, some girl turned around and she had her her mask below her nose. And I was like, well, and Nick's like, well, that lady turned around like, well, she knows she did the wrong thing. I'm like, I can't. I'm sorry, but this is crazy. This has been going on all day. Mask below the nose kills me. 
It kills I me. I ha- I have had to ask multiple store clerks in different, just whether it's supermarket, we were in the pet store, we were every. Can you, if I'm going to speak to you, can you please fix your mask? Can you please wear it properly? Like right. I don't. And you know what? It makes it awkward. It makes it really awkward that, like, if I was online in Disney waiting for an attraction and the person in front or behind me was wearing their mask improperly, I would have to say something, like, and make it really awkward. Well, and the thing is, is, like, if that's what you're ask- they're asking you to do in a park, that is, that's the requirement, then you should be adhering to it. I'll say that I was very disillusioned when we went to Hershey and had come from a place like Disney where it's so controlled and they're doing such a great job at trying to make sure that everybody is safe and then go to, and there, you know, it's, I know that was, it was a, a, a conversation that was had on Twitter too, with other people that had been there. We had, we had seen conversations um, that they were disappointed and it's, it's not a good thing. And, you know, I don't know, but I guess, Tony, you had similar situations as far as, you know, like the water parks. Like when you went on the decks, the water parks, were people wearing masks at all? Uh, very, very few of them. You've got to have, in, in order to, to be there, you have to have some place to put your mask. Right. right. So you've either got to put your mask somewhere when you get on an attraction, or you've got to have like some kind of plastic baggie to put it in or something that's so that it's not going to get yeah right so it's and um you know so i i i totally understand the problem now that we've gone to hershey park because it was like you you can't bring your mask on the attraction so then you're standing in line with a bunch of people who aren't wearing masks and in hershey's case nobody was enforcing the six foot distance so you're literally standing right next to people you know this big group of people with with, without masks and it was just a a really bad situation i think that's why disney i really do after seeing that i think that's why disney hasn't opened our water parks i mean it's i'm sure that's a a factor how Mm -hmm. how are you going to control it are you feeling like disney's a little more socially distant than like your target areas or your your grocery stores I feel like locally people are actually doing pretty well. Mm -hmm. Um, It seems to me that where people are running into trouble is just everyday stuff with their neighbors, you know, kids, obviously no one's social distancing in the neighborhood. You know, people are hanging out, doing things when they go out to places, you know, they're pretty good about standing in line properly because, you know, it's all marked out. Um, I haven't seen any drama with the mask, like I said before. Um, the only place I've really had an issue was the airport. I was I was just beyond shocked. Oh, and there was a restaurant here in town that we went to on a Saturday. It was my son's birthday, and it's where he really wanted to go. And my daughter had friends over, so we all just went together. And um, it was in Woodstock, which is just a little north, south of here. And, Woodstock? Um, was Woodstock? Yeah, it's where they had the town. where they had the the concert in '69. No, where they had all the high schools closed, and at the time we went to this restaurant, it was you know packed, no social distancing, 
I would have left if we hadn't been with my daughter's friends and if it hadn't been my other kid's birthday. I just, it was unbelievable. I mean, because we really haven't been going out to dinner locally, you know, we'll get takeout and things like that, but we really haven't eaten in restaurants. I could not believe they were literally on top of people. There were kids running all over the place. And I'm like, gosh, these are the same teenagers whose high school is currently closed because both of the high schools in that town were closed. I was not happy. And I don't ever like to trash a business on Facebook because I have a business and I understand that there are, you know, incidences where things don't go as uh, the way they should, but I don't think I'll ever go back there. I was so mad, but that's been, those have been my two experiences, the airport local restaurant. I mean, in New York, I don't know if this can even be compared, but everyone is still pretty much wearing masks. Like everyone is still conscious of it. And the rest, I mean, we don't have a choice. The indoor dining is just now opening you know it's um so there's not even that option we only have really outdoor dining uh for the bulk of it um and we're really cognizant of it still um so i guess i would compare to like it sounds like i would be comfortable in in walt disney world actually oh i think you would Yeah. yeah yeah i mean i think what they're doing they're they're doing a great job i mean they're they're, you know, it, especially with their, their dining situations, there wasn't a point when we were down there that week that I felt uncomfortable dining well, indoors. And that's what Kevin kept saying. He was like, you know, it wasn't like this at Disney. And I'm like, I know, because it really wasn't. I mean, yeah. at Disney, it was just they had it together. You know, they were all. And I think he, because he's gone out even less than me. I mean, I'm the one who usually does the grocery shopping. I'm the one, like, I. that's, you know, the thing I do. I think he was really surprised when we went out to eat in Woodstock and there was no social distancing at all. Like he kept saying, you know, gosh, it's not like this in Disney. And he's 100% right. If Disney had an issue, it would have been everywhere. Um, every single news site would have had it on there. And it hasn't happened. And I th- and same with Universal. And I think it says something about how effective social distancing, washing your hands, and wearing a mask can be. So, yeah. And we, and you know, the, here's the thing, nobody wants to get back to travel more than us. We make a living with this. Right. Um, so I, I don't know. I was very impressed. Yeah. That was my other thing too. Comparing, if we're going to compare parks, you'd be standing in line and Disney be like, they make an announcement. We're putting a, um, a cleaning cycle through. Yeah. So they would cycle those rides through. So they'd spray them all down, all of those boats or whatever the, the ride vehicle was. And they'd go through an entire ride cycle and then okay you could ride it small world it was like every other boat so they would load a boat clean one boat and then the next boat would get loaded so that it was like every other boat that they were putting through i mean they were very diligent about it it's all good but yes disney is is doing an awesome job so if you're thinking about traveling down there um you know you're it's 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 a good place to be right now quite frankly right yeah, I felt good. I, w- I wouldn't be going back if I didn't feel good. So. What do you think, Tony? I felt uh, much safer in Disney than I think I would have any other part of Florida. You know, I did. Yes. I stayed in the bubble. You know, we only went to Disney property, you know, airport straight to Disney from Disney right back to the airport. And it was less than 24 hours. Um, had it been a longer length trip, 
I don't know that that necessarily would have been the case. I think I would have tried my best to stay in that Disney bubble. Um, but, you know, I felt secure. I have friends who live down there who say that they feel better on Disney property than they do when they're in their own town. Um, so, you know, for, for locals to be saying that, I, I think that Disney is doing something right. Yeah, agreed. Now, do you usually travel off property, though, when you're there? Yes, we do. Okay. You know, we go to Target. We go to uh, Cheryl likes Cracker Barrel. There's a Cracker Barrel on 192. She likes to have breakfast there one day. So, uh, you know, most of our trips are longer than one day. This this recent trip was one day. We didn't have time to go off-site. Gotcha. Okay. And we also know that when we go back to the resort, we can just scan our badge, you know, our, our magic band <laughs> at the second gate to get in. Well, right. Hey, can you tell the people that don't drive usually to do that? Yeah. I that's... need a travel agent. I'm booking yeah. Tony. You need a travel agent. <laughs> I'm going to turn this over to Tony before it gets sillier and sillier. Go ahead, Tony. Thanks, Chris. As always, I'd like to remind our listeners that our podcast is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel. Check out their website at MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com and let Chris and her team set your family up with a trip that will provide you with memories of a lifetime. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search on the Mouse and More podcast. On behalf of Chris, Liza, Bridget, Mark, Adam, and Crystal, this is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More podcast. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.